Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this is the one and only T-Quest. You're tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Shout out to all my listeners. I love you guys so freaking much. You guys make me happy every day, especially when you listen to my show. Because it just reminded me that I'm on the right path. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And you guys are continue to stay tuned in, which means I have to forever entertain you. If you are new to the T-Quest show, I just want to send a friendly reminder Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM. Download your TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. And make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website, GottaLoveMeWorld.com. Now that I've taken advantage of my own platform for the first minute, it's only right to share it with someone else. We have a special treat today, and I'm just going to bring her on in. And she's going to tell you who she is, where she's from, and let's get this party started. Hi. It's <laughs> hey, Quest. How are you? I'm good, love. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Absolutely. And for the fact that you use one of my favorite words, which is amazing, that means I love you already. Suck <laughs> <laughs> so at you, sister. You know what I'm saying? So tell the people who you are and where you're from. Well, my name is Jesse Tyler Williams, and I'm originally from Canada, but I now hang my boots and hat in uh, beautiful Mexico and literally hang them because I don't use them much. I use a lot of sandals and sand in my feet these days. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you definitely have to explain how you went from Canada all the way to Mexico. What's the connection there? Well, I think everybody that knows anything about Canada knows that it is, like, freaking cold. Absolutely. <laughs> I am not a cold-blooded person. I do not like the cold. I never have. And I had an opportunity to move to Mexico. And it's someplace I've always I've always held dear to my heart. I have some ancestral heritage here and stuff. So I moved here and a couple of years ago, and I'm loving it. I go back to Canada quite a bit. But, yeah, I kind of call this in Canada my home now. Beautiful. Now, with the whole um, pandemic that's happening in the world, I know when it comes to um, traveling to Canada, they close their borders to us, right? Well, they are closed from the U.S. into Canada, Mm -hmm. uh, but we do direct flights from Mexico to Canada and vice versa. You can get direct flights. Again, they're doing huge uh, safety protocols and all that stuff that goes along with international travel right now. Mm -hmm. But uh, they are making sure that all the safety protocols are in place for any kind of international travel right now. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's pretty much you have to know how to find the loophole which is go to Mexico first. <laughs> and then you got it. On you, know. you know, it's funny because um, this guy told me that he was going to Canada. And I'm listening to him. I'm thinking he's lying. I'm like, there's no way you're going to Canada because they don't even like us right now. But now that I think about it, maybe he did that. Maybe he went the other way just to get in. Well, uh, well this Canadian girl loves you guys. So you don't <laughs> worry about anything else. This Canadian girl. Loves you all, so it's all good. <laughs> Absolutely, and I truly appreciate that for sure. So my question is, when you were younger, right? We all had this assignment. When I grow up, I want to be. What did you write? Well, you know. It never was. I wanted to be. It was more like I just always was. Mm. As far back as I remember, mm. I mean, I, I remember 
being like super young, probably five, six years old. Mm -hmm. And I was always grabbing the broom and tying like some old pieces of rags around. This is before the days of Steven Tyler. (laughs) I'm taking credit for that stuff. I'm sorry, but Steven Tyler's got nothing on me. (laughs) (laughs) I was tying rags around a broomstick, making those my scarves. And that was my microphone. And so, and, and as far as writing, like I remember writing my own song, my first song when I was about eight, nine years old. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was something that I ever woke up and said I I wanted to be. I think it was something that I always was. And I think um, you probably feel it as much as I do and anybody else listening out there. Sometimes you just know uh, what it is you're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. Um, sometimes life hands us these cards that we got to learn some lessons and we don't always see the big picture, but sometimes it takes us a little longer to acknowledge what we're actually supposed to be doing as opposed to what we end up having to do just because life becomes that for us for whatever reason. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I totally understand that. And I agree with you. You know, and I tell people, even when I was a child, like, I knew I always wanted to be an entertainer, and that dream has never changed, and it's exactly what I'm doing now. And I'm happy, like, I knew I was destined to touch people through my artistry, no matter what mm-hmm. section of the entertainment industry it is as an artist or on the media side. I knew that's where I belonged. And even though, you know, you go through a lot of trials and tribulations trying to be a star, at the end of the day, I always knew my purpose. So I never gave up. That's it. And you know what? For anybody out there listening right now, it's it's don't ever give up on on who you know you are, mm-hmm. and and you always you always have that part of you that there is a greater purpose behind all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so, that being said, we just have to keep you know our game plan in motion and never ever let go of that. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about you and this music. How long have you really been doing music? Like, when was the first time you actually went into a studio to record your first song? Uh, probably when I was about 23, because uh, it wasn't something that I was able to do. Mm-hmm. So it was something that I... I didn't do until I was about 23 and I started recording and working in the studio, which I knew absolutely nothing about at the time. Yeah. So I just continued to pursue it. And then I started going on the road and started doing that whole trip. So I was a road dog for a while and, you know, and I still, I still have no issues going on the road. I love touring. Um, I was supposed to go on a major tour here in May to the UK, Europe, Israel and a few other places and obviously that got kibosh with COVID and Mm -hmm. uh, so once things start picking up again I I will be touring again and I love it I I just love it absolutely nothing like touring you know nothing like being there with your your fans and the crowd and they're just gravitating to you and your music as an entertainer and that's one thing um, I'm hoping to see again because that feeling is so enchanting to me. You know, like they're looking at you and you're looking at them like, I get you. <laughs> well, there's nothing like that connection, like that that intimacy that you experience as the entertainer and as the listener. You connecting, you know, just that eye contact or, or that hand gesture or whatever that is. And you can do that as a whole and you can do that on it as you know, you can do that on an individual basis. Mm-hmm. And you know, I am a firm believer in, you know, people are going to forget what you sound like if, you know, if something happened to your sound and it was a little off or the show itself. But one thing people are never, ever going to forget is how you make them feel. Absolutely. And that's so important to me. Absolutely. And not just not in with music, but in life in general. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, first impressions is everything. Lasting impressions is everything. 
You bet. You bet it is. Absolutely. So when it comes to the single that you have, I believe it's called Breathe. Is that going to be a part of like an EP, an album, or is it just a single that you're putting out there for right now? Right now, it's just a single mm -hmm. uh, that I put out. And I want it. It came at the best time ever, um, and it was important to me to officially release it when we did, and it just kind of coincided with everything that's going on globally. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and the, the more this pandemic created all this buzz, the more power that song had, because it... It's just sharing with the listeners that, hey, you know what? There's a lot of things in life that we cannot control. Mm -hmm. One thing we control is our own environment, and we can always just take a step back and just hold on and breathe and just let the rest of the stuff go that we can't control because when we become so consumed mm -hmm. with stuff that's going on that is creating all this chaos this animosity this the, the divisiveness and all this stuff that that is just it's so toxic mm -hmm. on a, literally a global level if you just take a step back from all of that stuff and take a moment and just breathe mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff will start to dissipate and it won't become as relevant or as important to us to create that drama around it absolutely well i think it's time that we should actually play the song but before we um play the song did you write the song or did you have a co-writer i did write that song i wrote it in uh when i was down in la i spent some time down there uh working on a couple of projects that i had going on and uh i wrote that song in probably about 10 minutes wow. and really all about exactly the message that you're hearing and that everybody else is hearing out there uh things are pretty crazy and chaotic for me that day and uh i just i just wrote it and it just became what it is right now breathe absolutely i think it's time for us to at least let people hear a little bit of it tease them a little bit and um get right back to it now who produced this track it was produced down in uh, L.A. by uh, Andrew Chavez. Uh, he works at, out in L.A. quite a bit. And I'm sure anybody out there listening knows who Andrew is. And he's just a phenomenal producer. And and uh, I have a lot of gratitude to him for bringing that song to fruition the way he did. Beautiful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Music, breathe. Get the hell out your way, make it your own Now you feel me, 
Jesse music. Wow. You know, the first thing that was coming into my head is thinking about um <laughs> hearing that live with like a live band. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty dope when I'm I'm performing that song live. I had the opportunity to actually sing that with uh the Nova Scotia Mass Choir and uh and the Nova Scotia pipe and drums, and wow. we did that live at a big show down in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and it was pretty phenomenal, the energy that that emitted. Wow. Do you have footage of that on YouTube or something so we can check it out? I do. Uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, it's in there, um, and it's also on my Facebook page, my musician Facebook page, Jesse Tyler Williams, and they can find it there. And I just want everybody to know that my name, Tyler, is spelled T-Y-L-R-E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to put that disclaimer because they're going to be like, I can't find her. I know, right? Where is she? <laughs> How they know? Okay, I see it here. Nice. I see the, um, the videos and everything, so I'm going to subscribe. You know, because it's all about being here for one another. Subscriptions is everything, because we live in a world of social media, so we really can't get around it as an entertainer to a certain degree. You got it. You, you know. Got it. The other shout-out I want to do on that track is I had the opportunity when I was in L.A. to work with an amazing woman by the name of Max Ann Lewis. Mm -hmm. And she did the harmonies on that track for me. And I just love this woman. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners out there know who she is. Mm -hmm. uh, but she's easy to find online as well, Max Ann Lewis. But she's just a phenomenal woman that I just She's very dear to my heart after meeting her and spending some time with her down in L.A. Mm -hmm. So you pretty much be going back and forth from, like, Canada to Mexico, United States, just all over, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no moss growing under these feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. Because at the end of the day, you have to be diverse. You have to travel. You have to hit the masses. You have to um, get new ears to listen to the story that you're trying to tell. Exactly, exactly. And I'm pretty excited for what we got going on here coming up, too. And, yeah, it's, it's a lot of exciting things happening right now. Absolutely. So what's next for you? Well, I'm working on, uh, I guess if you want to call it a sequel to Breathe, mm -hmm. I'm working on something pretty exciting right now. Uh, I don't want to say too much too fast, okay. but it'll be pretty dope. It's going to be something that I think the listeners are really going to enjoy. And it's just gonna it's just gonna pull back even more and get them all excited all at the same time. Mm -hmm. But it it's kind of a sequel to this first release, and so uh, yeah, it's gonna be pretty exciting. I just uh, officially released the the music video as well, so people can check that out on their local uh, video networks as well. So. And, of course, it's on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, pretty cool things happening. 
Absolutely. Well, I wish you the best in everything that you're doing and um, make sure people support your single breathe and all your music and all your endeavors. So if the world was 100% open right now, what would be the first thing you would want to do? First thing I would want to do is to be able to do a live concert. (laughs) (laughs) I totally get that. Oh my gosh. Just and comfortably too. You know? Absolutely. Comfortably. Because it's to the point now, you know, back in the day, well, it wasn't that long ago, you know, we could able to talk to our fans, be next to them, hug them so tight, and they just feel our love and warm embrace. Now I'm just like, hi, don't get too close. (laughs) don't get too close yeah for somebody like you and me it's hard to grasp that reality is is that we can't you know because you're obviously energy like me Mm -hmm. and so for me to be able to hug people and show them my love like and feel that love it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to get used to that absolutely But the one thing I do love about when it comes to music and entertaining, it's one of those special occupations that even though we can't do one thing, there's always something else we can do. And that's why I tell people, especially the ones who are not that fond of social media, during this Uh time and during this climate is the best time to take advantage of it because we can't be out there with the masses unless you're really risking your life. So why don't you meet new people online, gain new fans, gain new followers, gain new streaming. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Take advantage. And I welcome every mm-hmm. open arms. Like really do, uh, you know, a key quest. I think it's so important, especially right now for people to know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a message away from anybody that's struggling with anything out there. I know there's a lot of lonely people mm-hmm. out there right now and people really searching. And so I just want to just let everybody know that you're not alone. You know what? People are feeling you and people are out there that actually really do care. So, yeah, I, I'm here for anybody that needs to reach out. That's a beautiful thing because I to as a go to therapist type sometimes especially during like holiday seasons and stuff you know it's a lot of people that will contact me who is going through depression or have anxiety or panic attacks and stuff and it's a lot but when it came to the pandemic I'm like this is a different type of attack and oh yeah I, it's to the point I tell people I'm not trying to be heartless but I hear these stories literally every. I already heard about two deaths today, (laughs) you know, so it's really rare. It's real out here. And I just hoping people are taking advantage of what's going on and being realistic with reality. And when we say those those famous quotes from back in the day that resonate so much in today's time is like, life is short. Like, you still don't get it. That's it. You know what? You know it, sister. And and that's exactly it. Like, life. You better live it today. You better live in this moment. And you know what? Nothing else is promised to you. All you have is right here, right now. Live it to the max. You know, and be kind. Just be kind to each other. That's it. And be kind to yourself. You know what? You say it so calmly. As if it's something so simple. To me, it's simple because I treat people the way I want to be treated. So I'm nice to everyone. But it's sad that the most simplest things is what makes it so complicated for people to actually do. Well, and I think that's where we have to to kind of step out of our comfort zone a bit, too. And when mm-hmm. I say be kind, I'm not just saying be kind to the nice people. Absolutely. You know, that guy. That girl that's standing in a lineup uh, having a meltdown and freaking out at the cashier. You know what? Sometimes just saying, hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, is there something I can do to help this situation? Absolutely. That to me is being kind because you're not just being kind to the people that are being kind to you. You're actually stepping out of your comfort zone and being kind to somebody that's having you know, a breakdown themselves. And I think it's important. And sometimes people just want to know that somebody else actually does care. Absolutely. It's small gestures that will put bring a big impact on someone. And I tell people I can't stress it enough. Like, life is not perfect, 
which means there's always someone going through something at different times in their lives. And it's, it's yeah. not that hard to be nice to someone, just like a hello and how are you? They're like, you talk to everyone. Do you know everyone? I'm like, no, I talk to strangers. I treat them the way yeah. I want to be treated. <laughs> you know Amen. what I mean? Exactly. And I'm just like, I remember one time when I was down south and um, I was ordering food from somewhere and I'm just standing there in line like, oh my God, what is this new kiosk? I don't understand it. I'm just laughing and joking to myself. And this older guy was like, thank you. I said, what did I do? <laughs> he was like, it's just nice to see someone smile for once. Everyone's just been so down. I'm like, oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> you know. And it's little things like that that people miss so much. Just a quick smile or just opening the door for someone or just being polite and respectful. These little things that people don't do can really change someone's life. I, I remember talking to people on the verge of suicide and just for me, just being there for them, just allow them to speak, really save their life. Yep. And that's all it takes sometimes. You know what? That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Absolutely. Be the change you want to be in the world. That's it. Absolutely. But it's definitely been a pleasure having you up here. And I want you to make sure you keep in contact and let me know when you have like new music. But my question for you is what genre would you classify your music as? Uh, the Jesse Jones genre. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I am the genre that you want me to be. So whoever's listening out there, whatever you want my genre to be, that's what I am. If you want to officially put a label on me, you probably have to go kind of country pop, kind of poppy, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, but uh, yeah, that would probably be if you had to put a label on me. That probably be around the place that I would fit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, legitimately. If you want to put it that way. <laughs> No, I get it. I just had this conversation with someone um, earlier today, and I'm like, well, what's your genre? Well, I do this. I'm just like, it's so many subgenres because they have to realize people are so more diverse when it comes to music. Like, you can't put me in a box. Mm-hmm. That's know? it. Right? It's like yeah. multiple personalities and feelings all in one track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know so when you're like what's your genre i'm like music <laughs> yeah. Do it. that's it you got it music that's, that's is up exactly what i'm laying down mm-hmm. it just um i was telling them it's it's funny that we we can laugh about it but when it comes to the business side they have to put you somewhere but i'm happy that they have opened up the genres to allow the artists that are a little more diverse to still feel like they fit in a certain category. That's, that's it. And it's, yeah. And it, you know what? It's important to build your brand around something so that, uh, you know, um, that there is a place to put you mm-hmm. and all that other just come naturally and and effectively because that's what you're putting out there so i think um you know the labels are are just that they're labels and uh you have to fit in somewhere and you have to fit into that pocket on a business sense and and on a branding platform but i think at the end of the day uh once your music starts resonating on that level um I think, again, it is just a label that's put on you. It doesn't mean that there's any restrictions to that label or genre. Absolutely, absolutely. So, with you being so international, (laughs) what was some of the highlighted places that you performed? Like, which one was better? A performance in Canada, United States? Let's go what? Oh, jeez, you know... (laughs) They're they're all pretty cool. They're all like super cool. Yeah. Um, because they all have a different experience to them. Um, and you meet those special people that really stand out, and you go to those special places that you really feel a special connection to. Um, so, um, I've had a lot of them. I've been so fortunate to be able to play in so many different places already in mm-hmm. my career. 
but uh, I, I just I just really enjoy performing, and and I think every place has something special to offer, and so the people that I meet in those places are what make it special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I can't wait to um, perform in those other places. Like, I perform a little outside of the country, but, you know, I just can't wait to just be like, I'm here. Let's rock yep. out. <laughs> Don't get too close. We're gonna... <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> We're going to do it, aren't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, with it being the world of music is so big, right? And with you being so diverse, I'm curious... Who are some of the artists that actually inspire you when it comes to music? Probably Prince, mm. uh, Michael Jackson, Dolly Parton, um, Robert Johnson, mm-hmm. Stevie Ray. Uh, you know, it's on such a wide spectrum. And the people that I look up to music, even Hank Williams Sr., um, like really old school music, the roots of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite all-time movies is Crossroads. And, and um, it just kind of talks. I don't know if you're familiar with that movie, but if you're not, you've got to watch it, T-Quest. It'll, it, it, it's, it's just about music and where it came from. Well, which, which Crossroads? Because the first one that pops in my, my mind is the one with Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, no. This is like a way older movie. Okay. I only, I only seen it about maybe 15 years ago, but you know what? I think it's way older than that. I don't even know what year it was made. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's actually got uh, Steve Vai is actually in that movie. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool movie. I strongly suggest any musician, writer, or anybody like that that watched mm-hmm. that movie. It was a, a huge impact in, you know, in music. So, okay. yeah. All right. I think, I, okay, so the movie you're talking about, it came out in 1986. Ah, there yeah. you go. Okay. Yeah. Huh? So, like, long time ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it's like Crossroads, you mean the one with Britney Spears? <laughs> That's why I tell people, um, when speaking about certain things, just exactly. And at the same time, there's so many movies that have the same names. Just like mm-hmm. with movie um music, they have the same titles. Some books have the same titles, so sometimes you really have to be very specific. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, of That's course like I saw it. People go, oh, your single is Breathe? And I'm like, yes, it is. Oh, you mean the one that Faith Hill did? <laughs> uh, no, the one that Jesse Tyler Williams did. <laughs> exactly. As if only oh, one person can have that one title. I'm like, no, we yeah. we take the same topics and we remix them and we write the um, songs our own way. But after a while, there will be titles that's going to be duplicated, but the song would definitely be different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And that's what it's all about is that change and and opening up our minds to knowing that there's more than one way to do something, right? Mm. And that goes music. You know, you got one way to write this song, Breathe. Well, I'm writing it this way. So, yeah. Absolutely. So my question for you, um, I want to segue into, yes, you're doing music. You've already have a multiple accolades under your belt, you know, being out there um, touring and working with people, collaborating. But is there other things that you're into besides being an artist? Yeah, there is. Um, I do healing retreats hmm. uh, for people. Yeah, that are struggling and stuff like that. So two or three times a year, I do healing retreats here in Mexico. And that's something that's very important to me. I also um, 
I support the veteran community out there, uh, whether whatever country it is. Mm-hmm. I did a huge tour for about four years for PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, that affects veterans and first responders. And although I do understand it affects a lot more people than that, that's more on a civilian level. I was doing it more as for me to pay my respects to those that served and protected our country that, that have given us our freedoms. So that's why I chose the military and first responders to kind mm-hmm. of give back kind of my way of saying thank you for protecting me. Thank you for my freedom, blah, 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 right? Absolutely. So that's something that is very, very close and dear to my heart. And I will continue to support veterans and first responders across the world. Um, that is another one of those things that I've been fortunate enough to find uh, more purpose to my music than just having the music itself, right? Absolutely. That's so beautiful. When I say mm-hmm. I love meeting um kindred spirits that remind me of myself which i'm my favorite subject but (laughs) (laughs) it's because i tell people i love people with just good vibes and good energy nothing but positivity no stress no mess pretty much like care bears and unicorns and glitter Uh (laughs) oh yeah that's oh yeah! If world. you pop my bubble, all that's gonna come out is a whole <laughs> bunch of unicorn dust and fairy dust. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, and I'm like, that's what I am all about. That is what I am here for. Let's keep it right there. Uh, Anything else? I'm just like the energy has to mesh together. If you have bad energy, I can either take that time to try to change that energy to something positive. But if I can't, then you are dismissed. Thank you. You have a great day. But I'm going to sit over here with my Builder Bears and my Care Bears. Yeah. And just come <laughs> I'd love to see your house. Probably looks a lot like mine. Oh, my God. It's, it's funny because sometimes when I do this show um, virtually, they they're so used to seeing like my 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 stuffed animals and my teddy bears and they're like so where are your kids i'm like they're all here huggy bears there there's butterscotch they're sleeping cutie (laughs) and some people don't forget about sunshine moonbeam you already know you get it (laughs) (laughs) you know it's to certain people they look at like teddy bears and stuff as a child thing I'm like it's not really a child thing it's just a piece of happiness you know Mm -hmm. because when you when you are a child that's when you're in your vulnerability your innocence you know where you don't have the stress of what really life is putting out there on us you know your 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 most struggle is should I have a ham and cheese or peanut butter and jelly I don't know Right. Well, I think I think, you know, you're hitting on something there, too. I think what happens is we live in such a fast world Mm -hmm. and we all of us, we grow up way too fast and Mm -hmm. we forget about the simpler things in life that do just make us happy. Go for a walk. Just go, go out, go play in the park, go sit in the park, go mm-hmm. do whatever. But you know what? Get back to who you truly are mm-hmm. in the essence of happiness, which is really very simple. It's not always easy, mm-hmm. but it is really very simple. And if we just get back to that happy place, you know, more that more childlike kind of playfulness, mm-hmm. that's where that's where true happiness lies. And, and uh, you know, I, I teach people about this, you know, and about getting back to that place. And it's hard for a lot of people because a lot of people become so lost and caught up like we are, we're all guilty of it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just as guilty as the next person. But you know what, when I start getting too consumed with work and this and that and the other thing, then I go, oh, yeah, I need to go back to my happy place. <laughs> and and you, you got to create that for yourself, right? No, you're right. And I feel like you are just on point because that's exactly the reason I bought these teddy bears. And it was during the pandemic. I said, well, one thing is I've been an entertainer for so long 
I'm going to take this time to really get to know Tara, the, the lady, the woman behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? The person I was before I picked up a microphone, whether it was as an artist or a personality. And I'm like, what used to make her happy? What was her go-to outside of like music and stuff? And I remember it was teddy bears because they're so innocent. They're so cute. They're adorable. And that's why I bought them to just bring more happiness, not to really go back to childhood. Just something that when I look at them, I know I'm going to smile. And I tell people, you have to really start doing little things like that because like you said, life can be very consuming. It can be very overwhelming. You know, so you have to find those little moments that's going to put a smile. If it is a teddy bear, go get you a bear. If it's ice cream, go get your ice cream. (laughs) Go ride your bike, you know, go hang out at the park, find your happy place. Mm -hmm. Find your happy place. Thank you so much. You know what? You have just been such a delight and such a, you know, that warm, fuzzy feeling that you get when you talk to somebody that's you. And I so appreciate you. And thank you again so much. I really appreciate being on your show, too. Cause Absolutely. Any time you're a welcome, you have my number, you have my contact. Just like, Quest, I got a new song. Or Quest, I have something I want to talk about, put out there. When you're available, I'm like, I'm all yours. <laughs> Just like awesome, that. You know, as long as you build the relationship, it's easier after that. But before we wrap this thing up, um, won't you remind the people again who you are, where you're from, and where they can find you on social media to support you, to follow you, and stream your music? Awesome. Well, Jesse with an I-E, Tyler with an R-E, and Williams, Jesse Tyler Williams on Facebook, at Jesse Tyler on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out my website. It's uh, jesse-williams.com, and um, pretty much YouTube, same thing, Jesse Tyler Williams. Check it out. I'd love to hear from you, everybody out there. I love getting comments, and I try to reply to them personally myself because that's important to me and that's the stuff that you know really carries well with me absolutely absolutely well once again i appreciate you coming on to the t-quest show and my listeners already know i always take care of them i make sure i put all the information of my guests on my app where they'll be able to hear this show on repeat just in case they miss it in a live broadcasting or any of the stations and you know make sure you keep up with miss jesse and remember to stream her music and listen to breathe because nowadays that's what we have to do when i do therapy sessions with people before we start i'm like okay it's time to breathe absolutely before we do anything we have to breathe but also thank you again for being on the show and um until next time love <laughs> you bet thanks again so much T-Quest. you're welcome not a problem okay Alrighty. Bye-bye. bye-bye Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jesse Tyler Williams. You know, a Connecticut, not Connecticut, look at me, so full of myself. A <laughs> Canadian <laughs> who moved down to Mexico, but still be traveling back and forth here um, in the States as well. You know, I, I love guests like her, you know, where the conversation just flows organically we're just vibing she's not too pushy you know not because how can I put this as I sound like a douche for the guys who listen to my show you know sometimes we get some artists up here and they just so um brainwashed right so the only thing they say is this is my music go download my stuff go stream my stuff follow me over here this is the third you know what I'm saying and they keep saying it over and over again I'm just like no like I get it you have to promote You have to put it out there, but at the same time, let the music speak for itself. You'll have your moment to promote. Let's just talk about you. Let's just talk about life. Let's just talk about mental health. Let's just talk about other things. And that's the whole reason I tell people I design my show where you get a chance to say things you may not know or get a chance to say on other platforms. And at the same time, a lot of them don't know how to take advantage of time like that. 
you know, like sometimes you guys know, sometimes I have some <laughs> guests who be dragging and lagging and I'd be like, you know what, it's time to wrap this thing up. And it goes back to something I was talking about with my team is artist development. And it's to the point now, it's not just artist development, it's human development. I think it's kind of still sad that to this day, a lot of people don't know how to hold a decent conversation. They don't know how to just be engaged with you. They get sidetracked so much. They don't know how to have a personality. They don't know how to be vibrant. They don't know how to listen. They don't know how to engage. They don't know when to interact. It's it's sad that the most simple things of life is the most complicated. I guess it stems back to when they say common sense, where sense is not common. You know, it's so hard for someone just to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. They be just straight to like, yo, what's up? I need you for this. I need you for that. I'm like, can I get a greeting or nah? You know, because what's going to start happening if I reach out to you or you reach out to me and it's just so cold, I'm going to be cold too. And don't be shocked if I just send you my cash app and that's going to be my response. But yeah, just speaking to Jesse, just having like this smooth, chill vibe right now. And I'm just going to vasp it in a little bit more. But yeah, um, make sure you guys stream her music and... Um, Let's have some fun, you know? Yeah. And let's get some more people in here to really bring us that great content and good music and good vibes and good energy. And let's just spray, spread that around. Because even to this day, with everything that's going on, people are still not getting it. They're still taking it as a joke. And not just the pandemic, just everything of life. We're still risking our lives. I understand the acronym of YOLO came out. You only live once. It's not. That's false. You only die once. You live every day. And yes, you should take advantage of it. But not to the point that you're actually going to shorten your life being foolish out here <laughs> that's what we're not supposed to be doing you know and um I, I speak about a lot of things and not to be funny not saying that I'm perfect sometimes when I speak these things to other people it's kind of like me speaking it for myself as well it's just friendly reminders you know, like daily affirmations. That's how I'm taking it as, you know, when I be like, love on one another, love yourself. I'm not just speaking to the people that's listening. It's just a friendly reminder I'm sending to myself as well. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes when people listen to people, oh, it's the same old, same old. Sometimes you have to build things in people's heads until they finally get it, if they even get it. That's the same thing when it comes to schooling. You know, when it comes to school, what do we do? We take English class every single year of school. Why? Because we have to keep practicing. We have to put it in our mind. It's to this day you can ask people what is a noun, pronoun, adjective, <laughs> and verb. And a lot of people can't get them all right. And you wonder why they keep teaching us the same thing every year in school. <laughs> Not trying to be funny. This is just how it is. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's time to get off this thing. But what I'm going to do is give you guys another snippet of another show that I've been on. And they just parlaying and talk about different things, you know, because I like being on other people's shows. And, you know, we're going to rack it like that. It's your girl T-Quest. You're tuned to the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. And it's time for another teaser of T-Quest in the other seat. When I first came into the industry, I had the drive, the passion, the talent, and the, um, the capital to fund my career. But the thing is, I didn't know anybody in the entertainment industry. Nobody in my family does music. I had no guidance. I had nobody directing me. So I literally had to throw myself for the wolves. 
and I got bit, stumped on, scratched, and everything to the point they just took everything from me. So when I get back home, I, I don't tell them this character. I'm feeling too comfortable because I can't tell them how much I failed. How I'm going to these shows and you're like, well, it's going to cost you a couple of hundred, a couple of thousand. AR is going to be in the building. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm like, okay, here you go. Okay, here you go. I can help you with this. It's going to cost us now. Okay, here you go. Because why would someone be so mean to such a nice person? You know, it's to the point I, they don't stole my whole bag and then some. And when I go home, I'm like, how was your day? Oh, it was fine. Was it really? No. How was the trip? Oh, it was great. Was it really? No. You know, situation with producers, ARs, DJs, you know, fighting men off me, attacking me, trying to get the, the cookie. Like, it's, it was hard. It was a lot of traumatic experiences that I could never turn it off. I couldn't be sad about it. I couldn't cry about it to nobody. I couldn't even stop saying the words of things I've actually experienced. My thing was, it was cool. My thing was all right. But in reality, I'm like, I survived it. So on to the next adventure. Another day. So I'm here for you in the event that you ever get close to where you were. Sometimes it's good to be around people that are like you, that understand the many facets, the, the all the responsibilities that you have mm -hmm. to keep other people happy. So if I'm charged up, I definitely can lend you some energy, sis, mm -hmm. and vice versa. Because yeah. there's times when I need the same thing. I mm -hmm. understand about it never turning off. You are always under the lights. Always. I have one more question, if that's okay, Mr. Antoine. Please, please. Okay. <laughs> you are a female artist, female this, female that. Mm -hmm. In this industry, do you still find it, in today's era, do you still find it tricky to navigate through this industry being a female? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> Not at all. Like, I understand to a certain degree, but my thing is, it's all about how you maneuver. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you know how to support and love fellow queens, they will support you. If you got music that can be their anthem, they're going to support you. If you got clothing or, or if you're on radio topics that they're intrigued with, they're going to support you. Now it's time for you to flip it and be in the game. These dudes, if you got what they want, they will support you. If you're nice to them, they will support you. It's all about how you maneuver in the game and how you play the game of chess in order for yourself to win. So have you ever seen anything on your journey in this industry and you knew you didn't want to go in that direction? Or something scary? Um, I think the scary thing is when I used to try to meet up with different men about um, songs or events and some industry tech and some of the situations that has happened in the club, for sure. You know, I, I shouldn't have to fight a man off of me. I shouldn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, why are you? I'm like, in this day and age, there's still an invisible couch or there's still a work for trade favor type thing. I didn't know if you saw that. <laughs> no, I never want to do that. It's more the fact that um, I could be at a meeting and they could start to like me and then they try to see what's up. And I'm like, no. And some guys won't take no for an answer, you know? But that was back then in my 20s. Nowadays, they be too scared to really do a lot of that stuff. And I'm, I'm older now, so I'm, I'm no longer quiet. But in that situation, I always felt in my mind that if you fight back, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if they're going to take your life. Sometimes you just got to get the nightmare over with and keep it moving. And I know that's a bad mentality, but I've always been that way. And recently, I figured out why I was always that way. Because when I was younger, I remember I got jumped for having an opinion. Someone asked me one question and I told them and they was like, what? What you say? You don't like this. Next thing you know, they're jumping me. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh, so I get hurt for speaking my mind. I'm hurt for having an opinion. And ever since then, I always walked on eggshells around anybody because I don't know how someone's going to respond if I really give me like the honest truth or express how I feel. And I've been uncomfortable my whole entire life to this three days ever since that day. And you grew up to do radio. So now that's all you do is talk and express your opinion. Mm -hmm. Correct? Correct. Way to get them back, sis. Way to get them back. <laughs> that in 2020, 
women still have to go through that kind of stuff. But then I think about some of the stuff that I hear. And it's sad that in 2020, there are women that will still allow themselves to be taken advantage of because they feel like they have to do certain things in order to, to get to get to the next level, to get to what it is they're trying to achieve. Yeah, it's, right. it's, like, it's like, I don't know. I'm going to get off of that because that's, that's a story that could start another. Yeah. Like, I've never slapped my way to the top, nothing like that. <laughs> but yeah, they, yeah. they were like, yo, yo, come on, come with me around the corner real quick. Don't you know I can change your career? Come on, let me. No. If you have to go through that to change your career, then it's not a career worth having. To a certain degree. Absolutely. Jaguar Wright is out there telling everything. Like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> We're going to talk about Jaguar on one of these shows. We're going to talk about Jaguar. We might have to do just a me and you show, Nina, to talk about Jaguar. And if T Class wants to come on and give her thoughts and opinions about Jaguar. But um, I want to, first of all, Shout out to everybody that's checking in with us on Facebook Live. I, I got another computer over here to my side, and, and Facebook is really is really showing a lot of love right now. And I also want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Tipsy Fiend. Um, her information is scrolling at the bottom right now, and I got like her uh, like her glass right here, the whole Tipsy Fiend thing going on. Um, she's a mixologist. She almost cussed me out when I called her a bartender one day. She's a professional. Oh, you can do that. Mixologist. And, um, <laughs> Right, so especially with the holidays coming up, if you want to get right, go ahead and, and people at the uh, at the website below. But I want to talk about this DJ and stuff because I think out of all of the stuff that you do, I don't know why that seems like that's the most surprising to me. When I saw some pictures of you at the DJ and you got the, I'm like, hold up, so she scratches and cuts and all that stuff too. It goes with what she does. With the other thing. You find out you DJ and rap in your own show. Like you just you know what? That can actually happen. You never know. I've done that before at a fashion show where they're modeling my clothes while I'm performing at the same time. You know what I mean? So it does happen a lot. But um when it comes to DJing. I should definitely be farther when it comes to that, but you know, I just have so much going on. But I don't really tell people I'm a DJ. You know, I just do my little clips here and there because that's something I want to keep to myself for a while. Why? Because once you put something out there, they're like, "Oh, you DJ? What you use? What kind of equipment you have? How long you been doing? Let me see." I'm like, you use turntables. Exactly, or right. a controller, or a CD. Right. Right. And they'd be like, well, let me see you. I'm like, do you want to see me spin because you just want to see me rock out? Or you want to see me spin so you can judge me or critique me? And then try to turn me into a student with something I didn't ask you for. You know, people suck the life out of anything fun. And that's why I don't really put it out there like that. Right. You know, and I feel like when it comes to any title, you have to earn titles. I don't think I've earned the title as a DJ, but if they ask me, do I know how to and have I? I'm like, yes. Just like with, uh, I used to do a couple of modeling things and pictures and all that stuff. They're like, are you a model? I was like, nope. But then she was like, I used to do print ads and stuff, but I don't consider myself a model. They were like, you're really fun. Are you a comedian? I'm like, mm, no. I just happen to be an entertainer that's funny. I don't want the titles because once you have the title, it's these expectations and you're taking the fun out of some of my gifts. And I don't like that stuff. Right. It's another gotta. You gotta right. do it. Once you let them know, now you gotta do it. Yeah. You just want to do those things to kind of be an outlet from all the other stuff that you do. So, yeah. And there's a like, hobby. Do you have a hobby? Me, but, huh? I said, do no. you have a hobby? <laughs> That's your DJ. No, <laughs> like it's just I just don't publicize it because I don't want them to take the fun of it while I'm still learning. Right. You know, but if you see me at a oh you DJing? Yeah. 
Because I'm just like a chill person. I'm a humble person. Like, you notice when you came out here, I didn't get on mic like, yo, it's your girl T Quest. Shout out to Sleep DJs. I'm a personality. I'm a journalist. I'm here to get a topic. I can change your life. I'm plus, huh? Like, I, <laughs> I didn't do anything like that. Why? Because I don't have to. I'm not here to show, but I'm a very humble, cool person. Now, we happen to have a conversation because you organically my vibe and you happen to ask me a question and I'll say it but I'll never just put it out there like a lot of my students nowadays they don't even know I'm a music artist until they have to drop something they're like wait you're an artist I'm like mm-hmm but it's either like you do I'm like mm-hmm. oh I don't even know I'm like, that was me that was me that was me personally I was like oh okay so she like she's really out here like like I said, a jacket of all trades. I didn't, I, I didn't realize because, like, for me, I was in a working capacity when we met. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until after the fact when we connected because I told you I needed to pick your brain off and stuff. Mm-hmm. And started going through your website and stuff. And I'm like, hold up. And then you have this, you have this one flyer where you list everything that you do. And the flyer is like, this phone. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but but it, it's both so how did the connection to the fleet family come about? Oh, I started seeing DJs and they had like the logos behind them. I'm like, what is that? So I asked one of my connector, what is that? I'm a part of this thing called Fleet DJs. Like, oh, okay. Then I saw a flyer that said fleet artist. I said, hold up, what is that? <laughs> you got artists on it? They were like, no, certain states have artists. That's I'm like, hmm. Well. If the Connecticut states start having artists, you should definitely consider me. They was like, well, in all due respect, if the Connecticut state do have artists, you're the only person I was going to think of. Anyway, I said, you're a smart man. So then I just started going to their events and stuff, and I met the president. They saw her. You're going to be a part of the team. I said, I am. You're very confident. I said, I am. I said, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to be a part of y'all team. Next thing you know, they was like, it's time quest. It's time for the interview. I'm like, um, yeah, what's up? And I came in as a fleet artist. And it was only a selected few that was chosen out of the whole career all over the world. We're in a whole conglomerate all over the world. And only selected few artists were chosen. 